Hey, it's Craig. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Canadian History X early and ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome to another episode of Canadian History X. Now there have been many odd holidays in Canada. While many are still celebrated, there was one from the early 20th century that was truly unique. This holiday, known as Gopher Day, dates back to May 1st, 1917, when thousands of school children from 980 schools around the province took part in the first ever Gopher Day in Saskatchewan. Now this may seem like an odd reason to take children out of school, at least these days, but back then gophers posed a severe problem for farmers. It was estimated at the time that gophers were destroying about 250,000 acres of crop each year. To slow the destruction, the government of Saskatchewan tasked children with eliminating the gophers. The government also estimated that half a bushel of grain was saved for each gopher killed. Over the course of that day, students went out with poison, traps, guns, and snares, and exterminated 500,000 gophers. Charlottenburg School, located between Quinton and Raymore, earned the distinction and the gopher shield for achieving the most tails. Each tail earned a child one cent. Now this was not the first time that government organizations offered money for gopher eradication. Looseland did the same in 1915 when they offered a bounty of 1.5 cents per tail for all gopher tails brought in between April and May. A bounty of 1 cent was paid in June. In all, 32,922 gopher tails were turned in to the RM office. Now unfortunately, this policy was also abused by residents who cut off the tails of the gophers but released the gopher, negating the entire purpose of the bounty. The practice didn't do much to get rid of the gophers, as a thousand bottles of strychnine were ordered by the RRM that same year. In the 1919 Gopher Day, it was decided to present the six children who had the most kills with a Shetland pony. Those who were runners-up would receive everything from registered pigs to baseball suits. In the 1920 Gopher Day, school children killed an estimated two million gophers. John Hanout of Canwood, Saskatchewan related his experience on one such gopher day. There, with pails of water drawn from the nearest slough or ditch, the gophers were flushed out to be dispatched with a blow to the head as they emerged from their flooded bureaus. He stated in his recollection that in some years the bounty was extended to other creatures as well. He said, Bounties were also granted for pairs of crow feet or even the eggs, which were blown empty to be retained until surrendered for the bounty. Some school children became budding entrepreneurs or con artists, depending on how you look at it. 
According to Alex Riley, who grew up near Maxstone, it was not uncommon to kill gophers in the months previous and then present gopher tails from months ago to the government agent for the one-cent bounty on Gopher Day. It is not hard to see why children did this. Clifford Watson of Oxbow claimed he and his brother collected 1,700 gopher tails on Gopher Day, or at least through the year, which they traded for three cents a tail. This allowed them to buy a saddle and bridle from Eaton's. Communities were very much in favor of the entire day. In McCown, the Board of Trade recommended to Village Council that the day be declared a holiday and that all businesses close at 6 p.m. They also asked that the entire community cooperate in the effort to exterminate the gophers. The community of Paswegan distributed one kilogram of gopher poison free of charge for each quarter section of ratepayers on May 1st, and a bounty was given of two cents per tail brought in by children. The tales recounted by the Secretary Treasurer of the community. The Red Verse Observer reported in 1917 that efforts are being made in this province to have Tuesday, May 1st, declared a public holiday so that all employees and others may trap, shoot, kill, and poison. Anyway, the day off and round up gophers, it is known as Gopher Day, you wish, but give your employees the day off, provided they use the day in this way. The employer will benefit more through the destruction of the gophers than the individual. If the overseers and reeves act accordingly, there will be fewer gophers, maybe none. As for teachers, they were often given the task of keeping score for the students on gopher days. Mary Johnson, a teacher at McCurry School, said that she enjoyed teaching, but the only problem was, as she said, the nauseating task of counting decaying crows' legs and smelly eggs which could break. The gopher tails were not so bad, but the legs. Sometimes there's no provincial gopher day and individual towns would host their own derbies. Indian had held one such derby in 1926. In that, that derby, 6,100 gopher tails were gathered, as were 4,600 crow eggs. Schools would do the same some years. In the Norman Valley, one school offered one cent for a gopher tail, one cent for a crow egg, and five cents for a pair of crow feet or magpie feet. Naturally, the consequential effect of gopher day was not assessed, or even thought of. Magpies ate the poison bait left for the gophers and their population was decimated. The long-billed curlew and the swift fox came close to extinction for the same reason. With the loss of many prairie chickens, grouses, weeds, insect pests, and disease began to sweep across the prairie. It is estimated between 1926 and 1931, the loss of spring wheat crops due to the impact of the explosion of insects cost Saskatchewan $54 million. So whether gopher day was good or bad, or if it actually saved the province any money, it is still a part of that province's history. Thank you for listening to another episode of Canadian History X, and if you enjoyed it, please give us a like and a review. Information for this piece comes from the Saskatoon Star Phoenix, Indian Head, History of Indian Head and District, Life as It Was, Faith, Hope, and a Homestead, Prairie Progress Commemorating the McCrary District, Plowshares to Pumpjacks, A History of Paswegan, Precious Memories of Time, Furrow to the Future, and Looseland Hub and Spokes. See you again next time.